You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 16 minutes after 9. South African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. And of course, it's time now for our discussion uh, with my beloved senior honorable Ustad, Hazrat Molana Salim Karim. Zahmat Barakat to whom? And myself, Arafat Bin Ibrahim Hatia. You know that every Thursday is after our little shining stars. Uh, it's our d- discussion. And I was actually very surprised. I was very, very surprised this evening that I had so many, many, many listeners uh, who were messaging me. And of course, I see all our little shining stars. They were, they were over the moon. They were over the joy just to be on the airwaves of Merkaz Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Well, mummies and daddies and all of our beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, all our beloved nanas and nannies and dadas and daddies and all our parents out there, our topic this evening. Before we crossing over live to and we welcome our beloved Ustad, what preparations have you and I made for our beloved children going back to school and madrasa and varsities and colleges, my beloved wonderful listeners of um, uh, the discussion of Merka Sahaba? What preparations have you and I made for our children? going back to school and madrasas and varsities and colleges, you know, and, I, and, and, and when I mentioned earlier this, uh, earlier the, uh, before we started the program, you know, somebody sent me a message, but Molana, today we are facing so much of challenges for our teens, for our youth out there. We send our children to school, to madrasa, and what happens? We expect them to be a better person. To come out from there with good knowledge, with good ilm, but it's the opposite. But anyway, we're going to be discussing this evening. Ustad, welcome to the show this evening, the discussion. And of course, it's our first program for 2022. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us afiyat. May Allah ta'ala grant the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ilmi nafi'ah. And may Allah Ta'ala make our wives, our spouses, and our children kurrata a'yun. Ameen. May Allah Ta'ala make them the coolness of our eyes. So it requires a great uh, responsibility, great commitment, and we need to prioritize. Okay, what is the most important thing for me and my family? So inshallah, just as a guideline for parents mm-hmm. and for us, and inshallah, for our asatizas, for our teachers, and all those who are involved with education, mm. one of the most important thing is tashiyaniyat. Mm. That we need to correct our intention. Why am I imparting knowledge? What I am doing, the best amongst you is he who learns the Quran and teaches it to others. So for teachers, principals, administrators, asatiza, and students, all of us, the most important thing, if you want ilmenafi, you want beneficial knowledge, let's correct our intention. That I'm acquiring this knowledge, the knowledge of the Quran and Sunnah, the life of the Sahaba Ikiram, Tabi'in, Tabi'i, Tabi'in, for one sole reason is to please Allah and become close to Allah. To please Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and imitate Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and consider Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as our role model. Mm. 
So yes, Malana, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with another day, another week, another year. Hopefully, Allah Ta'ala will take us, inshallah, to welcome the month of Ramadan. Mm. I want to quote and start off this quote for tonight's discussion. Tuesday. If you continue to defend your child's behavior, as I said to you, Molana, parenting is a skill. It's an art of how to monitor, to grow, to encourage, and nurture our children. To some of us, whether our children are right or wrong, we want to defend. Mm. If somebody brings a complaint to you regarding your child, the first impact is mind your own business. Yes, Ustad. Hmm. Number two, my child cannot do this. You are mistaken. It's always negative. So if you continue to defend your child's behavior, one day you will pay attorneys to do the same. So serious words, Malana. Hmm. 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 One day you will pay attorneys to do the same. Hmm. Your child is involved in murder, drugs, alcohol, illegal activities. He's arrested, put into prison. One day, you will pay attorneys to do the same, to defend your child. So if you continue to defend your child's behavior instead of correcting it, one day, you will pay attorneys to do the same. So may Allah protect us and our children. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وقال تعالى في مقام آخر إنما أموالكم وأولادكم فتنة وقال تعالى في مقام آخر يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تلهكم أموالكم ولا أولادكم عن ذكر الله ومن يفعل ذلك فأولئك هم الخاسرون وقال تعالى في مقام آخر يا أيها الذين آمنوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدين النصيحة وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل معروف صدقة بلغ العلا بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وآله اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم صدق الله مولانا الرضيب Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam, 
اللہ پاک صحیح زندہ قرآن لن شکر تم لکم ریسپانسبلٹی Commitment and dedication. Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun an ra'iyyat. Everybody or every one of you are responsible and you are responsible for those who are under your care. So Rabbul Alameen has blessed us with children and the best gift any father can give to his child is adab, its respect and honor and honor. The famous words, mm-hmm. A person that is disrespectful is deprived of Allah's mercy and guidance. So when Allah has entrusted you with an amanat, it's your duty and my duty to look after that amanat. And how do you look after that amanat? As you always hear me say, this beautiful hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, when Allah blesses you with children, keep a good name. Alhamdulillah, which all of us have done. And also sad to say, some of us, we look for this fancy name which got no meaning or the meaning is incorrect. And the meaning and whatever that word contains sometimes is incorrect. brushes off onto the child's akhlaq and behavior. That is why during the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah changed many a sahabiyat or a sahabi's names simply because the meaning was not correct. The meaning was wrong. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam understood the personality of the sahaba-i-kiram and Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam changed the names. So whenever you decide to keep a good name for your child, respected listeners, for Allah's sake, consult the pious, consult the ulama. Just go on, go on to the net and start typing there all the fancy names, actresses' names and actors' names. It's not going to help you. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, keep the name Abdullah. Allah loves those names. Abdul Rahman. These are beautiful names. Keep the names of the daughters of Rasulullah. sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Keep the name of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Keep the name of the wives of the sahaba-i-kiram. Insha'Allah al-Aziz. Al-mar'u ma'a man ahabba. Allah will resurrect you on the day of Qiyamah with whom so you have kept ta'allum and relationship. So your first duty and my first duty as parents is to keep a good name for your child. And many times The effect of the meaning of the name that you keep for your child causes a lot of havoc in the life of the child. So always check with the ulama-i-kiram that is the meaning of the word or the, the name that I have kept for my child. Is it a good meaning or has it a bad meaning? And if the meaning is incorrect, kindly change the name. It will change the personality of the child. The child will be more at ease, more at peace. 
Other than that, you'll find the child doing some things that just baffles the mind. So number one. Number two, Abu Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, give them the best Islamic education. And that's where we come in tonight. The question here is, as parents, have we taken stock to see that I have made sure that my child knows his five daily salah, the masails, the surahs, the du'as, the posture, and everything that's got to do with salah. Does my child, my son or my daughter, is she or he well away? Mm. One, the wudu and ghusl of my child, at-tuhuru nisful iman, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, cleanliness is half of iman. He at-tuhuru nisful iman. So how important hygiene, cleanliness in Islam. And Islam is the most beautiful religion in the world. Hmm. That is even taught you how to use the toilet and how to clean yourself. Huck. Subhanallah. Right through the minute detail. In summer, how do you wash yourself? In winter, how do you wash yourself? No other religion has emphasized the importance of personal hygiene and cleanliness. This comes, alhamdulillah, in the beautiful deed. So you and me, who Allah has blessed with children, Allah gave you and me the title of Walidayn. Allah Ta'ala gave you and me the title of Ustad. Are we really doing our duty when the parent has handed over the child to us to look after this child, educate this child, inculcate in this child the values of being, are we doing that? Mm. And as parents, did I carry out my duty? Because on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is definitely going to question you. Mm. You are not going to move one inch from the spot that you are standing on mm. until you answer this question. Then Allah Ta'ala says, I have given you knowledge, what did you do with it? I gave you ilm, what did you do with it? I gave you youth, what did you do with it? I gave you wealth, what did you do with it? Mm. Do we have answers ready? No. Illa mashallah some of us have. So the question arises, that educating, when you educate a man, you're educating an individual. But if you educate a woman, you're educating a nation. Because she is the first university. She is the first madrasa of your child. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Fatfar bizati deen. When you're making a choice of a wife, make sure that she has deen in her. She has Allah consciousness in her. She has akhlaq in her. She has kindness in her. She has manners in her. She has modesty in her. She has sharam and haya in her. She has love in her. She has care in her. Mm. Because she's got a great role to play in society. Okay. So, uh, the question here, I don't know what listeners have said tonight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh, but I want to start off. That how do you react to your children? This is the most important, Monana. As parents, if I talk to my child, mm. if I discipline my child, if I correct my child, there's no time for corporal punishment. That is haram in Islam. Mm. Forget about the government passing the rule. See, it's a, it's a it's a crime. You'll be locked up for corporal punishment. See, Islam said this to us 1,400 years ago. See, 
Rasulullah said, discipline your children. So Ustad, even and even if they're out, if they 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 off way or they, how can I say they they mustan or they naughty or they rude, you know, still too you you're not allowed for to have a corporal punishment. Definitely not, Mulana. In Islam, there hmm. is no room for corporal punishment. Hmm. As a parent, and likewise in the madrasa. Mm-hmm. And you saw that, Mulana, previously in history, how many ulama got locked up and were charged for child abuse? Yes. For hitting the child and causing injury to the child. Mulana, hitting the child. First of all, the child is nabaliha. What answer are you going to give to Allah? that you hit this Nabali's child. And if you are going to ask the child for maaf, that maaf is not going to be accepted. See, because he's not mukallaf. And Hudud sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, never hit anybody for that matter, whether it's an animal or a human being on his face. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, see, when it comes to your wives, Allah Pak has given us a formula to follow if there is a dispute. Fa'izuhunna. If there's a problem, there's a dispute, there's issues, mm. what's the first line of action? Sit down, talk, discuss, communicate. Find a win-win situation. In marriage, there is no winner or loser. Both of you have to be winners. Number two, that doesn't work, then separate yourself from the bed that you share with that person. And thirdly, you have a right to give them a light beating. But Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never encourage abuse and hitting your wives. Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the best amongst you is he who is good to his family and I'm good to my family. So one another question here is, as a father, you ask the question. Yes, when we were small, we got spanking and hiding that you just cannot believe. Mm. Our parents had this philosophy. They, they tell the ustad, you can have the flesh, you give us the bone back. You can have the flesh, and you can give us the bone back. That's it. You had no choice. If you came home and complained to your parents, my ustad hit me, you would get double hiding. Hazrat Hanwi Rahmatullah said, never ever hit children. Oh, Asatizai Kiram, oh, teachers, don't hit those children. They're an amanat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what answer are you going to give to those parents? Or what answer are you going to give to Allah on the day of Qiyamah for hitting a Muslim child? Yes, there's many other ways to discipline a child. You can withhold and withdraw the privileges that you give to them. You can make your child stand for one hour and learn his Quran. Or for misbehaving, you can take away his pocket money. You could take away some of the pleasure and leisure that he's entitled to. There's many ways, Maulana, you can kill the cat. You, why do you have to use force? And it's clear in Islam. Corporal punishment mm. is totally haram. Whether it's an animal or whether it's insan, especially if it's your child or your wife. So now the question here is, if there's an issue between a father and child, Malana, how do you resolve it? Hmm. Is it below your dignity to apologize to your child? Let's see, Malana, what are the, what are the yes. parents? Yes, good are question, Ustad. Good question. Yeah. Is, it, is it below my dignity 
to come and say to my son, if I've done wrong to him as a father, Beta, Betty, I'm so sorry, I apologize for what I said or what I did. Does it lower your status? Let's see what answer you give from our listeners. But in the meantime, let me give you some advice. Apologize to your child when you are wrong. Even if you are a parent, yes, Allah has given you that maqam. But we all make mistakes, whether you're a parent, whether you're a wali. Apologize to your children when you are wrong. Number one, do not assume that you are smarter than a child simply because you are older. Hmm. Well, no, no. Allah has given children brilliant minds. Some of them are so witty and so sharp hmm. and such high flyers. Well, no, no. Allah. We as parents sometimes we are ashamed. And what sometimes it makes us so proud that I'm a simple parent, never went to varsity. I never went to school. I went to stand at six. I went to stand at three. But yeah, Allah has blessed me with a son and a daughter that they are getting just straight six A's and more than 10 A's. Mm. Allah has given them such potential. Subhanallah. So don't assume that you are smarter than a child simply because you are older. Number three. Say thank you to your children when they do something for you or others. Subhanallah, Allahu Akbar. This is akhlaq. This is tarbiyat. That if your child has done something for you, they brought you a glass of water, or they carried some parcels for you, or they carried out a specific duty for you, say jazakumullahu khayran. And if they have done something good for others also, MashaAllah, you find children, as I said, when they are seven years old, they are like a beautiful rose. When they are 10 years old, they become your khadim. They help you, they will do anything for you. And when they are 15 years and older, they become your advisor. You'll find your son and daughter, she'll advise you. She'll engage you in discussion. She's not going to accept anything you say. She wants an answer and an explanation. Yeah, she becomes like a lawyer. Fine, that's good. Healthy discussion between parents and children is an excellent recipe to success. So say thank you to your children when they do something for you or others. And number four, Allahu Akbar, admit when you have made a mistake and admit it openly to them. Well, it's a very difficult thing for a parent to say to the child that I made a mistake and I'm sorry for it. We find it below our dignity as parents. So admit when you have made a mistake and admit it openly to them. Son or daughter, I made this mistake. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it this way. Please make me laugh. Hmm. And number five, listen to your children. This word has cost many of us as parents great misery in our lives. We brought about such musibat onto us. Because when that son or daughter came to that mother and said, Daddy, Abba, Ami, I want to speak to you. We are so busy with the cell phone. We're so busy with business. We're so busy with other activities. What do I or you say to those children? Please leave me, I'm busy. Go from here. Mm. But no time to talk to you. Or talk to your mother. 
we say such harsh words. And that child came to you with such enthusiasm that I want to ask my father a question that's been bothering me. The daughter comes to the mother, Ami, something is worrying me. Can I ask you a question? Mm. And because we're busy with our cell phones, we're busy with our entertainment, we chase the child away. Get out from here. Can't you see I'm busy? Love Akbar. You will pay the price. Because that very same child now will not trust you. Because you brushed him aside, you brushed her aside. You neglected her. So she will go and seek help outside. So go to her friends, go to her colleagues, and then the recipe for disaster mm. and setting yourself up for failure. No use thereafter praying and saying to your child, sorry, better, what you want? The damage is done, the respect is gone, the dignity is gone, the child is lost. Mm. Is that and respect, you can never get it back again. Once it's gone, it's gone. You will never get that and respect and dignity back. Try how much you want, it will never be the same. So parents, for Allah's sake, I nasihat to you. Listen to your child. If your child says to you, Abba, Ami, I need to talk to you. Can you spare me 10 minutes? You must throw everything one side. Leave everything that you are doing. Because maybe it's the question of their life. It's the question of survival. And if you gave the right answer to your child, it will make them so much more happy and such perfect human beings that tomorrow they will make you proud. But no, I'm very busy now. Come some other time or you scold your child, you chase them away. Mm. Then set yourself up for failure and then cry tears of blood. As I said, this is the halat today and you'll have to get attorneys, inshallah, to defend your child and take him out from prison. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. Mm. So listen to your children. Sometimes they have valid questions to ask you. Something is bothering them. Take pride in answering your child. And I was reading one kitab earlier, Mara, Osmani who was saying mm. that, you know, when we as parents instruct our children, when we give an order, bring this here, do this, we do that, Mara. Mm. And if that child does not carry out the command, you instructed your son, you gave him an instruction, do this. And for some reason or the other, the child did not do it. We make the child gunihkar. Better, if you want to take khidmat from your child and you want your child to do something, excuse monology, gee, then make a request, better, can you please bring me a glass of water? Mm. Can you please do this for me? Mm. In that way, <clears throat> if the child does not accomplish your instruction, does not complete your instruction, the child will not be Guneka. But if the child is given an order by the parent and the child does not fulfill that order, then indirectly we are making the children Guneka. So instead of giving a command to your child, make a request. SubhanAllah, what a beautiful way. What beautiful tarbiyat, Mulana. How much more happier will your child be when Abba or Ammi says, Kindly bring me this, or kindly, can you do this for me? How much of love and muhammad will your child respond with? So 
Monana, just as an introduction, mm. I said, let me give you this nasihat. I'm not sure if you have questions on the screen. Let's see if we can, inshallah, answer them. Mm. Allah Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah. Uh, 0847863132. Who said there's a, there's a, a mother from uh, overseas? Uh, Mulana Salim Karim, uh, we and the family are listening to you right now. Do you think homeschooling is beneficial? Interaction is also good for the kids. Ustad. Molana, in the environment that we are in now, and we are seeing the evil device that is coming through from some of the varsities and institutions. Molana, once your child leaves your door, whether she's in hijab, your son is Islamically dressed, or not, they are not in your control. You can do what you want, say what you want. As long as they're under your roof and they are in your presence, Allah, you can look after them, you can guide them, you can protect them. But once they step out of the door, anything can happen. Influence. You can see what is happening, the kidnapping the Muslim children now. Small children, small boys, small girls, even adults, whatever it is. One. Number two, I don't know my son or daughter. What are, are they a circle of friends? Have their friends got akhlaq in them? Are they Muslims, non Muslims? Who are they? Number three, the environment that I'm sending my child to. Is it conducive to Islam? Hmm. Will my child be given the freedom to dress Islamically and identify his personality? Will he have the freedom of ibadat? Will he have the freedom of associating and doing Islamic activities at the university? Will my child's iman be protected? Will the akhlaq of my child improve? Will the influence of my teachers or the teachers make a difference in the life of my child? Hmm. Molana, our children are like a beautiful piece of rock. When you give a sculpture a piece of rock with a chisel and hammer, he will make a masterpiece. Gee? So as a parent, Allah has given you these children as an amanat. How you bring them up and how you inculcate values in them will make a difference. So likewise, as I'm always saying, choose the best teachers that you can have for your children. As we paid millions of rands tuition fees, we should be spending 10 times more that for Islamic education. And unfortunately, that is not happening. If everything is in compromise, if anything that is being compromised mm. is Islamic education. And we're paying the price today. Yes. Mm. We are paying the price today. I want to do a review, Marana, do a, a consensus. Put it on your screen. If we take a a survey in South Africa from the children from the time they became Bali till the 18 years old. Mm-hmm. How many of them have completed the entire recitation of the Quran with Tajweed? I don't know. Let's do a, a stats. Mm. And let us see how much, because what did Rasulullah say? Discipline your children and teach them three things. Number one, Hubba Nabiyyikum. Teach them to love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa hubba ahli baytihi. 
teach them to love the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tilawatul Qur'an teach your children to recite the Qur'an now I want to ask myself and one of our listeners can be honest all the children that we have at home have they completed the recitation of the Qur'an under the guidance of a teacher one is that as we this is a common excuse and you heard it over and over again when this child is in standard four or standard three, a child comes to the parents, convince them that my teacher has given us a lot of homework. We have to go to the library. We have to do A, B, C, D. We've got to go for tuition. So I can't go to Madresna because I need time. And we as parents gladly accede to their request and the child is taken out of Madresa. No further Islamic education. Hmm. And you want that child tomorrow to get married, be an adult, and inshallah, then bring children into this world. And you expect that those parents who are not properly educated Islamically, when they had the opportunity to be Islamically educated, what values are they going to teach to their children? Tell me, Mulana. Hmm. Am I sending my child to the varsity to become an atheist? Am I sending my child to become a communist? What am I sending my child for? This goal that I looked after, this rose that I looked after, in one week, in one month, is crushed. So, the sister asked a good question overseas. Alhamdulillah. My view is that Allah Ta'ala has given the Muslim Ummah tons of wealth. Mm. They earned it. Allah gave them barakat in their rosy. They didn't steal. They worked for every cent. Alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with parents, grandparents. They came from India. They came with the only clothes that they were wearing. Gee. But see today from where to where Allah has taken us. Because why? They made effort. Al-Kasibu Habibullah. Rasulullah said that those who work hard with their hands and earn for their families, Habibullah, they are Allah's beloved. They didn't have education, but they had experience. In indeed, them. indeed. They set up colleges, technicons, universities, schools, Islamic centers, mm. madrasas, masjids, such with that limited amount of resources that they had. Because Allah gave them barakat in their hard-earned money. Mm. Today we've got millions of friends at our disposal, but we see no value for it. Ustad, the, 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 the sister in Azadville, she says that uh, would you, dear Molana Salim Karim, or Molana Arafat, or should one still consider to send your child or your children to schools with the lifestyles of today? Would you, Molana Salim, anonymous sister from Azadville, Ustad? Molana, unfortunately, Molana, all my children are married. Alhamdulillah. Amin, amin. Amin. The good question. As I said, at, at times, my view was that we should have a private school for, for girls separately, a private school for boys separately. Alhamdulillah, education is important. Dini talim is important. And wallahi, Mulana, if our parents can just teach our daughters the whole of Beheshti Zewar, Mulana, every masla in that kitab is a fatwa. Hmm. 
great ulama hazrat hanbi rahmatullah ali wrote it ana it's one of the most beautiful kitabs it encompasses your whole life and i request every woman mm. to get a copy of it in english it's in arabic it's in urdu but inshallah you get it in english perfect english and if you don't understand go to the alim of your town or go to the alim of your town for further explanation but wallahu ladib mulana every masla that is written in that kitab is a fatwa mustabihi and even if that is too high at least talimul haq chota mota desa mein allah taala puri sabr aur noor ramam zinto rana des talimul haq allah taala gave him such words that and he compiled this beautiful book on fit which we teach in every madrasa has got every aspect of fit and faqahat from cleanliness right up to the person dies what should a muslim do and what should a muslim know about what a comprehensive book so monana tarbiyat so the asking a question to me in this zamana in this times currently what is happening i think homeschooling is the best or online schooling is the best mm. because i don't know Marana, what is happening in the classroom the type one of the sisters said to me morana that in one of the schools the children wrote the metric exams and they all supposed to be dismissed and they gone home okay and the boy and girl secretly sneaks into a classroom and engage in haram activities no ustad okay this is what happening mm. because who's policing the school doesn't have the time it was your duty and my duty as parents to pick your child up the moment the bell rings you should be waiting a 10 minutes earlier so that my child is picked up immediately and brought into a safe haven which is my home but i'm leaving my child there i'm coming there after half an hour she is talking to another boy another boy is talking to her my son is now flirting with another girl lana what are we trying to do are we taking responsibility kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyati we are responsible for our children's akhlaq and iman lana so in this zamana what is carrying on in school well now the government want to introduce sex education imagine they they want the children to know what is a condom is this what sharia told us to do where is the sharam where is the haya and modesty when a curiosity kills the cat indeed you give the child that that item and think you're going to bluff him that that's a balloon to blow when the children are not stupid of this zamana they are more sharper than you and me and you want those beautiful minds do i want to pollute the minds of those children where a child is 8 years old is giving birth to a child a child giving birth to a child bolana are we destroying the character of our children sure i don't know these people who deal with education kuch aqal hai inki dandar do they have some sense of thinking to what am i inculcating in my children and you want to enforce it onto our people unacceptable bolana that is why i say in this zamana is best let's do home schooling with our children mm. online schooling for my child is under my vision and my control and the radar is on him all the time on her all the time
Alhamdulillah, my child is safe. Alhamdulillah, they're under proper supervision. And inshallah, they will even do better. Mm. I think you'll find that those who are doing homeschooling, I think their results are far more better than those who are in school. I'm maybe subject to correction. Because there is no attraction and attention elsewhere besides mm. studies. Because that's what you want. You cannot get education until you give your whole self to education, Malana. There's a saying in Arabic, for everything there's a test and trial. You have to struggle. But when it comes to knowledge, there are lots of challenges when it comes to education. Because that makes a family or breaks a family. And if you have a pious mother, an educated mother, then that home is a blessing and a rahmah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the sister asked the question, I think today and nowadays we have maybe this corona indirectly, it taught us, inshallah, how to improvise. We were used to luxuries, everything found at the press of one button. <laughs> now you've got to think twice. It made us thinkers. It made us more responsible. It made us more cautious. <laughs> so alhamdulillah, so many results. Alhamdulillah, those who are schooling, they did it online. Alhamdulillah, they're waiting for their results. And inshallah, you'll see that their results are going to be far more better than those who attended school. Because there's so much of distraction and disturbance in the school. Whereas at home, alhamdulillah, there's a pure environment. Time is well spent. So if the mother is asking that question, I think, alhamdulillah, if you can do homeschooling, inshallah, every home should have a laptop computer mm. so that we could monitor what our children are doing. There are checks and balances on that computer. There are locks on it. There are apps on it where the child cannot go on to any other site. So you are well controlling the thinking of your child, the akhlaq of your child. You can still keep in touch with what's happening as far as the curriculum is concerned, as far as the syllabus is concerned, all that can still be done, inshallah, with mm. the safety and protection of your home. So in this zamana, I think it will be better that we send, we teach our children at home and let homeschooling be priority. Mm. Well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a sister that she listens to us in the morning, the morning show. Her name is Ria, and uh, she's listening to you right now. And she says, uh, good evening, it's a very, very interesting topic. And she says, but sir, kidnappings are taking a high cause now. How can one trust schools to protect our kids and children when out of our care? Uh, Sister Ria from Durban, Ustad. Well, it's a very valid question. Who mm-hmm. needs to play? It's, it, Marana, it's a teamwork. Mm. You cannot expect the school to look after or police 900 students or 1,200 students. It's important for the parents to be responsible enough to be right at that gate the moment the children are dispersed. Make sure that you are there to pick up your child or get somebody responsible. No, Marana, these kidnappers don't come just at random and take your child. Make no mistake, Malana. They plan, they yes, want, they yes. observe. They know the movement. They know which child to pick. Don't think that it's just, yes, maybe one or two is randomly mistaken, wrong identity, they pick up the wrong child or the wrong person. But Malana, check all the kidnapping that has taken place. 
the guys mm. who did the kidnapping were stalking that house or that person or that business or that individual. See? And all the information comes from within. As I always say, this house is caught on fire from the own flames of this house. It's always inside information given to these culprits and these scums who do such criminal acts on innocent children and innocent people. So the sister is asking a good question. It's teamwork, sister. The school has to play its rule. They should have guards. MashaAllah, the parents should be there. And inshaAllah, the police... Alhamdulillah, should be seen around. At least it can be a deterrent for these kidnappers and these scums of the earth to do these things to innocent children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nothing else than also dua that you make for your children when you leave them in the morning. Read Ayatul Kursi. When you come to pick them up, Ayatul Kursi, while yes. at home, yes. make dua for them. Allah protect the business of my child. Amin. Allah grant my children safety. So it's comprehensive. All of us as role players, need to look at the safety of our children. Mm-hmm. Place your trust in Allah, take the necessary precautions, and then if something happens, MashaAllah, whatever Allah wills happen, whatever Allah doesn't wish, Husad, uh, we, 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 we should continue this uh, topic next week, Thursday, because I've got about another six questions. Unfortunately, time does not allow us. But inshallah, Ustad, before you leave us this evening, you have to listen to this question. And I know you're going to be angry. Uh, there's a young girl. She's a female. And she says that I'm a female. I'm 16 years old. Uh, and she says here, please stop making our lives difficult for we teenagers. Stop brainwashing our parents. I don't like you guys' programs. I'm 16 years old and I can make my own decisions. We teens, we know what's right and wrong. Wow, Ustad. <laughs> sure. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Astaghfirullah. This is lack of education and <laughs> tarbiya. <laughs> if the parents of this child, I'd, I'd like to ask this young teenager, <laughs> mashallah, what level of Islamic education do you have? What do you know about Islam? What do you know about the rights of parents? What do you know the rights of children? What did Rasulullah say to us? That, oh, young people, value your youth because three things Allah Ta'ala will give you once in your lifetime. One is Allah will give you beauty once in your lifetime. Allah will grant you parents once in your lifetime. And Allah will grant you youth once in your lifetime. Mm. Sahaba Ikram were young, energetic. If you look at the history of Sahaba, they were very young, but they devoted their life to Allah and Rasulullah because they had the best role model to imitate, emulate, and follow. Mm. So we are not dictating to you, young lady. We're trying to protect you. We're trying to, inshallah, help you. She's our daughter, Ustad. She's like our daughter. I mean, you said young lady. She's our daughter. Yes, Ustad. Everybody's sons and daughters are our sons and daughters. Don't say that you mind your own business. Mm, 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 And mm. we laugh at other children's, what you call, disabilities and dysfunction. Do not laugh at us. People living in glass houses should not throw stones at others. Today, I'm laughing at my neighbor because, good, his daughter has got this problem. She's pregnant. Good. The son is on drugs, he's locked up, we laugh, we poke, poke fun. Don't ever do that. Mm. Because tomorrow Allah can disgrace you in your very own home. Instead of doing that, try to make dua, try to help, try to give advice, try to be good, try to be nice, try to be accommodating, make some excuses, inshallah, befriend the person and bring them closer to Allah and the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For young lady, inshallah, ladies, later in life, when you become a mother, 
then you will realize how important it was for me to have the skills to bring up children and children who will be the coolness of your eyes. Hmm. So for now, inshallah, I think you should try and become a good friend to an alima so that inshallah all your doubts and all your questions that you have, they will answer it inshallah in a way that will be satisfying to you. Hmm. Ustad, let us leave it there, inshallah, definitely. We will continue next week, uh, Thursday. Uh, time does not allow us. It's already five past ten, inshallah, Ustad. Jazakallah, Mulana, Allah Ta'ala grant you up here. Ameen. Protect our, our children. Allah Ameen. Ta'ala make our children the coolness of our eyes. And inshallah, love your children unconditionally and treat all your children fair, mm. boys or girls. Mm. Love them equally, Mulana. Care for them. Look after them. Respect them. And inshallah, at least keep your children happy. Hmm. And likewise, the children should do the same thing. Allah, show mercy upon my parents as they showered mercy upon me. Hmm. So it's a two-way street. Inshallah, a life can be really merciful and full of Allah's rahmah when we just know how to fulfill each other's rights. Hmm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Five minutes after. I want to touch on this question, but unfortunately, time does not allow us. You know, about this little girl, 16 years old, where she says that uh, we teenagers, we know what's right, we know what's wrong. And there's so many things I would like to say on that question, but anyway, time is not, time is up. And, uh, and she says that, you know, don't brainwash our parents. But anyway, anyway, we leave it there, we leave it there. Tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, Safina to Ilal Jannah from myself, our beloved Ustad and brother Lakolo. Allahumma wahdina wahdina sajami. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.